0: Good afternoon, everyone. Apparently, you can take these five items from an airplane without getting in trouble. And the cheeky people who wrote this article say a 737 Boeing door is not included. (laughs) That's just awful. But we will tell you the five items that you can take. In the headlines on the update this Tuesday of protesters in this city were still calling for an immediate ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. They were able to block traffic at major bridges and even a tunnel will tell you how many people got arrested. There's new research that shows that the average liter of bottled water has nearly a quarter million invisible pieces of ever-so-tiny nanoplastics. The Rangers and the Canucks battled it out for the battle of first-place teams. Elias Patterson and Niels Hoglander each scored twice. Thatcher Demko made 39 saves, and the Canucks beat the Rangers. And the question really is, who's to blame? The viral video of a 73-year-old man who says he got boarded up inside of his low-income apartment is now sparking an investigation. This is the update Tuesday, January the 9th, 2024. Celebrating six years of telling New York's stories. From the Tommy Lynn stage at the Urban Dove Charter School in Brooklyn, New York, broadcasting across the nation and around the world this is the update with brandon julian a three-time winner of the kingsborough community college gold student service award it's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in new york Greetings and salutations to you all, folks, every last one of you. Welcome, folks, ladies and gentlemen, to the update on Tuesday. A Tuesday that is looking very, very wet around here. (laughs) Not like that we already went through this with, you know, the rain and snow that just came in over the last couple of days. But, you know, as uh, Peter Jennings, you know, used to say... You know, he used to begin a couple of his shows when the weather was the main story. Like, we're going to begin with the weather this, this Tuesday. As an old person, old weather person once said, there's nothing like it, of course, to disrupt life in general. And now, of course, it's going to be our turn. It's supposed to be at least two to four inches of rain and heavy rain at that, depending on where you live. For some locales, it's not good because of all that snow it's going to melt. That's going to make the rivers flood, depending on where you live. But this is not our last opportunity at rain. No, 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 no. We're supposed to have another heavy rainstorm uh, on Saturday. And then a little birdie tells me in my ear (laughs) that it's supposed to be a potential winter mix next week. Boy, it seems like Mother Nature really wants us to <laughs> take a crack at ending that snowfall deficit. We haven't had a measurable inch of snow. I think I've lost count. It's at 650-something days. But uh, next week, we'll be Betty empty if we end the drought. I'm Brandon Julie, and, of course, folks, you know, we appreciate you, really, so much for being here, wherever you may be, and however, of course, personally, that you may be listening to Lots of news, of course, to catch you up on. We're going to begin this Tuesday's um, proceedings here in the city, where hundreds of protesters have been calling, of course, for an immediate ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. And they were able, somehow, some way, to block traffic at the major bridges and even a tunnel. The protests disrupted the commute yesterday morning, and it led to more than 300 arrests. Demonstrators sat in roadways and locked themselves together using zip ties and even cement-filled tires. Officers, they used power tools to pry some of the demonstrators apart. Of course, we all know there's been a steady stream of protests that have broken out in this country and other countries during the three-month war. Uh, More than 23,000 Palestinians have been killed, and some 1,200 people were killed in Israel by the attack back at last year by Hamas that triggered the war to start. Uh, now, so, on to some of the other news of this Tuesday. It, there's been some new research. It showed that the average liter of bottled water has nearly a quarter million invisible pieces of ever-so-tiny nanoplastics. Scientists figure there was lots of these microscopic plastic pieces, but uh, but until researchers at Columbia and Rutgers universities did their calculations, they never knew how many or what kind. Looking at five samples each of uh, three common bottled water brands, Researchers found levels range from 110,000 to 400,000 per liter. The study, in yesterday's Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, looks at particles less than a micron in size. By the way, in case you didn't know, there are 25,400 microns and an inch. A California man has now been sentenced to four years in prison for seeking to win a $100 million lawsuit by making false sexual assault claims against Hollywood executives. Uh, Rovier Carrington was sentenced yesterday in Manhattan federal court after he pleaded guilty to making a false declaration to the court. The 34-year-old L.A. man was sentenced for lies that he made before a judge in the civil case who tossed out his lawsuit. He filed the lawsuit back in 2018. He was arrested in September of 2021 in California on a perjury charge. In other news, um, a lawyer for the Attorney General Office of Tish James, says that the longtime head of the NRA, that's the National Rifle Association, operated as the king of the NRA. Assistant Attorney General Monica Connell argued in an opening statement in a civil trial that Wayne LaPierre spent lavishly on himself, uh, showered allies with country club memberships and no-show contracts, and also punished his dissenters. The trial, this one, will involve a lawsuit that James filed against the NRA, LaPierre, and three current or former executives back in 2020. James, who's a Democrat, alleges that they cost the organization tens of millions of dollars from questionable expenditures. Defense lawyers are expected to give their opening statements uh, sometime today. And finally, we're going to head out to Long Island, out of the, head of the head of the harbor, where a worker was killed there after becoming buried in a hole while working on a septic system. Suffolk County Police said the masonry company worker was installing cesspool rings at a home in head of the harbor just before 2.30 yesterday afternoon when the accident occurred. The worker, whose name has not been released, had entered the hole to level a ring when excavated dirt collapsed into it, according to police. Emergency crews from several towns worked to dig the worker free. He was eventually extricated from the hole by emergency service section officers and was pronounced dead, according to police. Time for us to step aside momentarily when we return on the update this Tuesday. We have a few important messages to tell you from the MTA. Gonna talk some sports and how the Rangers, who are still one of the hottest teams and only the NHL, got humbled by the uh, Canucks. They had a losing streak for only the second time this entire season. Uh, Apparently, you can Take these five items from an airplane without getting into trouble. And this is very cheeky, because the people who wrote this article said that this does not include a Boeing, ter- a Boeing 737. <laughs> it doesn't include a Boeing 737 door. If you know exactly what we're talking about, you might actually understand the joke. <laughs> uh, and then later, we're going to talk together, of course, the latest national news out in the American West in Portland, Oregon. The decision by Alaska Airlines to stop flying one of its planes over the Pacific Ocean to Hawaii due to warnings from a cabin pressurization system, yet keep it flying over land, is now raising questions about whether the jet should have been in the air at all. Going to talk about this, folks, and a lot more, too, of course, when the update Brain Julian returns. In just a moment, Brandon Julian. Honestly, people, I would do anything for my wife, Tommy, but I know I'm not the best romantic person out there. There are more people that are more romantic than I am. Did you know, folks, that a long, long time ago, Prince Edward abdicated his right? the English throne to the woman he loved. Isn't that unbelievable? He had to choose between the woman he loved or being king of England. And that idiot chose the girl. Now, I'm sure, folks, that it was the right moment at that exact moment in time. And I'm happily in a relationship with my wife. But even in the best of moments, each person in a relationship has had a time where they thought, I've made an enormous mistake. But you know what, folks? I bet you never thought I could have been King of England. This is the Update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll
1: figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Brandon Julian, you know, it's a big holiday tradition, you know, it's the fruit cake. I love all the holiday traditions, as Jim Gavigan once said, you know, like the Christmas tree. My birthday's right next to Christmas. Christmas tree, you know, we go chop a tree, we go put it in our living room. Sometimes I think that's the creation of a drunk man, really. Some woman wakes up. Honey, why is there a pine tree in our living room? I like it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna decorate it for Jesus. And then I'm gonna hang my socks over the fireplace. Fill them with candy. Maybe I can tie some leaves to a signal and see if I can get some action. And now I'm gonna peek down this catch. Merry Christmas. This is the update with Brandon Julian. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. On weekends in January, beginning at twelve oh one a.m. Saturday and ending at 5 a.m. Monday, 7 and N trains will be suspended between Queens and Manhattan because of the Queensboro Plaza Accessibility Project. 7 trains will run between Flushing Main Street and 74th Street Broadway every 8 minutes. N trains will not run between 39th Avenue Dutch Kills and 57th Street. Trains will run in two sections between Coney Island and 57th Street, and via the Q line to 96th Street, and a shuttle train between Astoria Ditmars Boulevard and 39th Avenue Dutch Kills. Q shuttle trains will operate between 96th Street and 34th Street Herald Square between 3 and 5 a.m. on Sunday mornings, while N trains transition back to their normal route. The 42nd Street shuttle will run overnight. The Long Island Railroad will accommodate customers at no additional cost for trips between Flushing, Metz-Willets Point, Woodside, and Penn Station or Grand Central. Additional service will run on the E&R lines. E&R trains are available at Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue and Queen's Plaza. Trains will run every 12 minutes on each line during days and evenings. Free shuttle buses will run between 74th Street, Broadway, and Queen's Plaza, between Queen's Plaza and Vernon Boulevard, Jackson Avenue, between 39th Avenue Dutch Kills and Queen's Plaza, also in a free walking transfer and overnight between Times Square, 42nd Street, and 34th Street Hudson Yards. On these same weekends in January, because of track replacement, Q trains will will only run between Prospect Park and Coney Island. Free shuttle buses will run between Atlantic Avenue Barclays Center and Prospect Park. Through the first half of 2024, F-trains will run on the E-Line at all times in both directions between Rockefeller Center and Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue because of track replacement along the 63rd Street line. On weekdays, M-trains will not run between Rockefeller Center and Forest Hills 71st Avenue. M-trains will run between 57th Street and metropolitan avenue a special f shuttle train will run every 20 minutes between lexington avenue 63rd street and 21st street queensbridge stopping at roosevelt island the shuttle train will not run overnight free shuttle buses will run between 21st street queensbridge and queens plaza on days and evenings and between roosevelt island 21st Street Queens Bridge and Queens Plaza overnight. Through early 2024, Manhattan-bound 7 trains are skipping 111th Street and 82nd Street Jackson Heights because of station improvements. For nearby service, use a flushing-bound 7 train or use the Q32 or Q48 buses on days and evenings along Roosevelt Avenue. Through the end of January, Jamaica center-bound J and Z trains are skipping 75th Street Elders Lane. And through the end of June, Manhattan-bound J and Z trains are skipping Woodhaven Boulevard because of station improvements. For nearby service, use the Q56 bus making stops along Jamaica Avenue. the new york city police department would like to remind you to keep your belongings in sight and to stay aware of your surroundings if you see something suspicious in the station or on the train tell a police officer or an mta employee mta crews are here to help us get around let's treat them with respect Assaulting a New York City Transit employee is a felony, punishable by up to seven years in prison. The fare on local, limited, and select bus service is $2.90, with the exception of the BX-18A, BX-18B, B-60, M-116, Q4, Q4 Limited, S-46, and S-96 Limited until March 30th. Transfers on all other lines must be requested upon payment of the cash fare. For the S-79 select bus service, pay your fare on board the bus. For all other select bus service routes, pay at the kiosk outside and hold your ticket for the duration of your trip for possible inspection. The fare on express buses is $7. Coins are not accepted as a payment on express buses. Now with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So the New York Rangers who spent, honestly, most of 2023, as the hottest team in the NHL when the season began, uh, recently got a little bit humbled. Uh, I should probably clarify. Uh, Rangers and the Vancouver Canucks, playing at the world's most famous arena, Elias Patterson and Niels Hoglander each scored twice, Thatcher Demko made 39 saves, and the Canucks... The Canucks beat the Rangers 6-3 in the battle of the first-place teams. JT Miller and Brock Bossier also scored goals, while um, Pedersen, Boser, and Flip Horrock also had two assists for Vancouver, which won for the third time in four games. Vincent Trocek had two goals, and Artemi Panarin also scored for the Rangers, who had lost their second in a row for only the second time this year. Alexis Lafiniere uh, also had to assist. Now, folks, when we return on the update this Tuesday, apparently you can take these five items from an airplane and not get into trouble while doing it. And as I said before, this does not include a Boeing 737 Max door. Oh, that is just awful. That's just awful. And then later, we're going to talk together, of course, the latest national news. Down in the heart of Texas, out of Fort Worth, authorities say an explosion at a historic hotel there yesterday injured more than 21, 20 people and trapped some in the basement before they were found by the rescue crews. Come talk about this, folks, a lot more, of course. But first, ladies and gentlemen, we're going <laughs> to... God. But first, ladies and gentlemen, we do have to inform you about the following Where has the time gone? I really hope that I didn't write that line. Well, maybe I actually did. Time continues to move forward, of course, but it's always nice to look back on the past. It helps us grow as people. Plus, you know, you always have those moments where you're like, Oh yeah, I remember that from way back when. (laughs) Well, that's what we have for you on the update every weekend. And in our new series where I look back at my favorite episodes from throughout the many years of this program. I've always said over the years that my producers, they love an excuse to have a party. Every weekend, we're going to go into the Update Vault and play you some episodes from throughout the many years of this program. And in my new special series, where I look back at my favorite episodes from throughout the many years of this show, once a month, I'll play a select episode from that list. I have a whole list of favorite episodes and we'll play that for you. It's a big party, of course, and you and your friends are all invited. And if you don't know we're having a big party, you will, after you hear this soundbite, declaring that we are having a big party. So, every weekend, we'll go look out for the update vaults I'll play you some of our episodes for throughout the many years of this show and of course also once a month look out for the list of my favorite episodes from throughout the years keep listening of course folks because it'll be a party that you personally will never forget unless you can't uh, remember that party from you know the night <laughs> now, of course, the update of Brain and Julian will be right back after these messages. And uh, isn't this exciting, folks? Wow. Oh, don't laugh. Getting up to notice, but some of you didn't. What? What? But uh, that actually is pretty darn good. My producers are getting better last year. For a surprise, they left me a 4th of July wiener. I uh, found it on the inside of the couch. All right, it is my duty now to send you back to the remainder of this program, so go. Go there now. Brandon Julian. You know, Valentine's Day coming up. we surprise the ones we love with those big red hearts, you know, filled with the gamble chocolate. Think about it, has anybody ever eaten any chocolate of those with any confidence? You're like, oh, this is either going to be really good or horribly nasty. Guess I'm just big enough to find out. Oh, I got the one filled with toothpaste. Gonna take another nine of those to get rid of that flavor. You know, there's a big red heart filled with a Gamble chocolate, otherwise there's the tiny heart-shaped antacids. I know I make you nauseous. Here's a thumbs with hug me written on it. You know, maybe that'll help. This is the update with Brandon Julian. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi.
0: Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense.
1: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: From New York, home of your NCAA men's champion, Yukon Huskies. This is the update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you're listening to podcasts. Indeed it is, folks. Uh, Welcome back to the After of Brainy Julian on a Tuesday, everyone. Thank you so much, of course, for still being here with us. You know, as I said at the beginning, Mother Nature is just really at this point just throwing double barrels at us. Because uh, I'm actually going to Google this right now. Um, Let's see. When was the last time? Well, I see. Uh, so. Okay, so, I'm pretty sure I should have known this, but I'm not. <laughs> Apparently, the last time we had more than an inch of snow was February 13th of 2022. I'm no mathematician, but that's about 600 and something days since the last time we had snowfall. But if... What I'm reading on the AccuWeather page is true. The next week, we might have a shot at finally breaking it. But then again, it's way too early to tell. So, you know, just keep your eyes peeled. Listen to your local weather people. They probably know, they know a lot more than I do. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of things that, uh, well, more people know than I do, flying. Personally I have not really flown all that much. I used to fly when uh when I was younger. I would go with my parents to uh the island of the Grenada on vacation. I don't do that anymore because I have a summer job that actually pays me very well. <laughs> but um apparently you can take these the following 5 items that we will get to from an airplane without getting into trouble. And if you know what I'm about to talk about, this does not include the Boeing 737 door. Oh, <laughs> uh, That is just, that is just, well, that's just awful. Uh, but indeed, most tra- air travelers are fixated on the things that they're not allowed to bring on a flight when they check in at the airport. However, they are entitled, uh, there are some uh, sweet and lesser known freebies they're entitled to when they're on board. Uh, Beyond the complimentary chips and protein bars, uh, several airlines have signature Easter egg-like souvenirs that customers can receive if they just say the magic words. Uh, While some of these items are more like keepsakes, others can actually improve a flight and might actually come in handy once you reach your destination. So here are five things to ask for to ask for the next time that you're preparing for takeoff. Uh, number one is Delta trading cards. If you're a person that flies Delta Airlines, it's worth approaching the pilot for some fan favorite holographic cards of the many jetliners in the airline's fleet. Um, an airline spokesperson told Next Star TV station last month, "Quote." Um When they're not operating some of the coolest jets in the skies, Delta pilots love this special opportunity to share their passion of aviation with our customers using these collectible trading cards. When they're not busy preparing for flight or flying our customers to their next adventure, our pilots carrying these fan-favorite cards are more than happy to hand one out to any customer that acts nightly as they look to add to or begin their newest favorite collection. Uh, number two, wings and things. Several airlines, including Delta, maintain the pastime of passing out wings to new flyers. American Airlines brought this popular tradition back in 2016. For its part, Alaska Airlines' wings are made of metal instead of plastic, according to the thepointsguide.com. A rep for Alaska Airlines told the outlet, quote, Keep in mind, only about 20 are provisioned for an aircraft that may fly several legs, so we apologize if we run short. Southwest Airlines also has a goodie bag for kids containing fidget spinners, wings, activity books, uh, little crowns, mini playing cards, the spokesperson told The Point Sky, advising passengers to just ask for the fun amenity. Number three, a little homing surprise. KLM Royal Dutch Airlines is known for its free Delft Blue Miniatures houses, a true collector's item that's been available since the 1950s, according to their website. Each Netherlands representing house, complete with a backstory and all, is filled with Dutch gin to be enjoyed by business class patrons while traveling intercontinental. 104 models have dropped so far, with a new house released each year in October to celebrate the airlines' birthday. Uh, Number 4. Salt and Pepper Shakers Virgin Atlantic, they like to poke some fun at the highly desired plane-shaped salt and pepper shakers that are available to first-class flyers. While well, the so-called perp might think they're as sly as a jewel thief for pocketing the cutesy kitchen tool, the Shakers have an inscription uh, on the bottom that lets customers know the joke is on them. The message reads, quote, Pinched from Virgin Atlantic. Uh, Virgin even posted about about this in Good Fun on X last year. And finally, number five, the amenity kits. While the more elite tiers of airplane classes have earned a reputation for receiving luxurious amenity kits filled with skin creams and other swanky items, those flying economies should feel empowered to speak up as well. Uh, Ben Watman, Air New Zealand's in-flight service manager, told Travel and Leisure last year, uh, quote, in our economy cabin, we have lots of options available to customers, including pieces to help you freshen up, such as toothbrush kits, earplugs, and eye shades for sleep. Several other airlines commonly offer versions of that basic package as well. So, you know, next time, just don't be afraid to um, to ask for one of those. I'm pretty sure they'll give it to you. The people who wrote this article in the New York Post were joking about that Boeing 737 MAX door, uh, of course. But the decision not to burn, not to ground that jet, Alaska Airlines, their decision not to do that, came despite the warning signs, and now it's coming under scrutiny. Gonna talk about this and more, cause national news, it is next for us around here, of course, when the update, Rain and Julian, continues. Brandon Julian, you know, if I get if I read something wrong in the script of stories that I have for the program, my producers during the break will come up to me and be like, what's wrong with you? And I'll usually say something like, I don't know, just pissed. I don't want to go home. Why is that? I think my house is haunted. Why do you say that? My wife is there. (laughs) And it's nothing mean on my wife, nothing rude about it either. I love her dearly, but every once in a while, she'll just give me the look with her eyes that just says, get out. This is the update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: What is dedication?
0: My daughter started making necklaces. She makes what we call affirmation fashion. I tell her every day that your black is beautiful. Your black is beautiful. And if there's anything better than being beautiful, it's being smart. If there's anything better than being smart, it's being kind. And reaffirming that every day is our method of making sure her chin never drops. My dad wasn't around, and I remember riding a bike and falling off and cutting myself, and me never just want to get back on it. People ask, how your children learned how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I didn't teach them. I just created an environment where they taught themselves,
2: and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
0: Brandon, Julian. You know, folks, if you really do think about it in this day and age, it's a good thing that we can't report people that we don't like to 911 or the police. Could you imagine how that call would go? You know, it'd be like 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, that lady Carol is at the barbecue again. <laughs> This is the update with Brandon Julian, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back uh, to the update, Brandon Julian, on a Tuesday, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, of course, folks, for still being here with us. You know, let us talk uh, together. Right now, of course, on the latest national news. And we're going to begin out in the American West in Portland, Oregon, with the decision by Alaska Airlines to stop flying one of their planes over the, the Pacific Ocean uh, to Hawaii due to warnings from a cabin pressurization system, yet keep it flying over land, is raising questions now, of course, about whether the jet should have been in the air at all. The nation's top accident investigator says warnings were triggered on three flights, including each of the two days before the brand-new Boeing 737 MAX 9 suffered a terrifying fuselage blowout on Friday night. A plug covering a spot left for an emergency door tore off the plane as it flew 16,000 feet above Oregon. The decision to keep the to keep flying the plane over land struck some aviation experts as illogical. Uh, of course that loud boom of that door, it startled passenger Kelly Bartlett, and the roaring wind that followed left her unnerved. But it wasn't until a shaken teenager slid into the airline seat next to her that Bartlett realized how close that flight had come to disaster. The flight had part of its flu- fuselage, as we said, blow out three miles above Oregon on Friday, and that damage had created a powerful vacuum that sucked cell phones and the teens' shirt right out of the plane. Luckily, Passengers were still wearing seatbelts, and they remained surprisingly calm during the emergency landing. Federal officials said the pilots and flight attendants did a heroic job of landing the plane with no one suffering a serious injury. In other news, we're going to go down to the heart of Texas, Fort Worth in Texas. For authorities there say an explosion at a historic hotel yesterday injured 21 people and trapped some in the basement before they were found by rescue crews. One person, though, was still in critical condition. Fort Worth Fire Department spokesman Craig Trojek says that investigators are confident that the blast was, quote, some kind of gas explosion. He says the blast flung doors and entire sections of wall onto the road in front of the twenty story hotel, where rescue crews found several people trapped in the basement. The sandman's signature on the heart of downtown Fort Worth was undergoing construction. The hotel is in a busy area of downtown about one block from the Fort Worth Convention Center. <sighs> And over in nearby Houston, Jim Harbaugh and number one Michigan, they completed a three year climb to a national title by beating number two Washington 34 to 13 in the college football playoff title game. Blake Corum ran for 134 yards and two fourth quarter touchdowns for the Wolverines. Michigan was undeterred by suspensions and a a sign-stealing case that shadowed the program for much of the season. The Wolverines sealed their first national title since 1997 when Corum blasted in from the one-yard line with 3:37 to play. Harbaugh delivered the title that so many expected when he took over a struggling powerhouse back in 2015. There is more national news for us to discuss, and uh, we will address those, of course, when the Update Brain and Julian returns in just 60 seconds.
1: The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed.
2: My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know
1: Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back to the Update Brandon Julian on a Tuesday, everyone. Thank you so much, of course, folks, for still being here with us. You know, we are talking together right now, of course, the latest national news, And the parents of that 17-year-old who killed a 6th grader and wounded seven others in a shooting at a small-town high school in Iowa last week said in a statement yesterday that, quote, they had no inkling that he intended the horrible violence he was about to inflict. Dylan Butler's parents said that they're cooperating with investigators as they search for answers. Jack and Aaron Butler say that they're devastated as they grieve for everyone affected by the shooting and mourning their son. Dylan Butler took his own life after killing one student and wounding Perry High School's principal, two other staff members, and four other students. Authorities, though, have not offered any updates on the investigation. In other news, back here in the city of New York, Sotheby's, they're now defending themselves at a federal court trial against accusations that they participated in the defrauding of a Russian oligarch out of tens of millions of dollars for works by famed artists like Amadeo Modigliani and Leonardo da Vinci. A lawyer for the auction house told jurors yesterday at the start of the Manhattan Federal Civil federal court civil trial, that the oligarch Dmitry Rybolov only has himself to blame. The lawyer says that Rybolov trusted an art dealer who bought art from Sotheby's and resold it to him at inflated prices. Uh, Ribolev's attorney told jurors that Sotheby's was just part of the ripoff. Up north in Harvey, Illinois, the viral video of a 73-year-old man who says that he got boarded up inside of his low-income apartment is now sparking an investigation. Rudolph Williams says that he was home in Harvey, Illinois, about 30 miles south of Chicago, when he realized the doors and windows to his courtyard-style apartment had been boarded up with plywood, locking him inside. His ordeal is chronicled in viral videos that are generating a firestorm of criticism about conditions at the dilapidated low-income apartment complex. It's also prompting debate about who is actually to blame. City officials and residents have conflicting accounts about what happened on Friday at the 30-unit development. Harvey's mayor is also promising an investigation. And finally, we're going to go down to Mexico City, where a campaign to save Benito the giraffe from extreme temperatures and a small enclosure in the arid border city of Ciudad Juarez has finally paid off, with officials promising to move him to a more spacious animal park about 1,250 miles to the south. Benito arrived in Ciudad Juarez, which is across the border from El Paso, Texas, in May of last year as a three-year-old and since then has had to put up with the scorching desert sun with just a small patch of shade as well as the winter cold and winds. The government of Chihuahua State confirmed it had reached an agreement to transfer Benito to the Africum Safari Park in Puebla State. I'm going to let you guys ponder on this. As we say, in the words of Walter Cronkite, that's the way it is. Tuesday, January the 9th, 2024. That is the update on this Tuesday. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you being here with us. So until the next time we get together again, uh, in the words, of course, of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hopefully that your news, folks, it will be good news. Uh, I thank you so very much for joining me. Good luck. Good luck. Be safe. And most importantly, folks, please, please be well. And, uh, I will uh, see all of you, well, the next time that we get together, which presumably will be tomorrow. See you then.